friendship power. Anime and friendship. Anime and friendship power. Anime and friendship. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're done with this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Scatman for a minute. <laughs> That's one of the few genres we've yet to explore as we degenerate from our... Uh, really? Because I feel like that's almost all we do. Oh, I, that's, I feel judgy. A form of scatting. <laughs> Welcome to Emmy and Friendship Hour. Emmy and Friendship Hour. I'm the host, Courtney Magleby. I'm Cody, the co-host. Rhythmic sound. <laughs> Um, this is a show where we watch anime, and not everyone really knows about the anime necessarily, but it's okay, because we're friends, and then we're going to talk about it, and the friendship will grow, and the anime will be learned about, and that's what, and hours will be filled, and so anime and friendship hour. We did it. TM. TM. <laughs> we have uh, a special guest this week. Very special guest. So most of our guests come from the world of improv. 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 And I, this also comes from the world of improv, but primarily the world of stand-up. <laughs> Kyle Hoblin. Thank Kyle. you guys for having me. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Friend credentials. Like we were saying, we both know you originally from improv, but uh-huh. we've gotten to know you deeper, more fully, more richer uh, uh, through stand-up. Yeah, I, I, I've done... Stand up longer. Uh, um, I'm I'm much greener at improv, but I, I've come to love improv too. But I, I've done stand up longer, and I've uh, I always say like stand up is my wife, and improv is my mistress. That's mm. how I do. <laughs> but uh, I think I I really love watching you. I know you guys started uh, recently to get into stand up, and you've been doing improv for a while. Your your players at AIT, and I enjoy watching you guys a lot. You know. Oh, thank you. My, oh, man. We don't usually get compliments in the <laughs> intro. Uh, Kyle, so how much do you know about anime? Anime credentials. My anime credentials, I don't, you know, I, I, it's not really my go-to genre of movies. I, I love just movies, period, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched that many. I've watched probably uh, some of the famous ones. I've seen Ghost, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Uh, what's the one? Princess Prince Mononoke. Mononoke. Yeah. Uh, so I've I and there's a few others that I can't think of off the top of my head. I I have seen some and 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 some really good, you know, uh, movies. But uh, in that genre. But I'm not. It's not like my go-to. You know mm. what I mean? Sure. Uh. Well, now let us check in. <laughs> check in, Cody. Uh, this is the second four-day weekend in a row I got going on, which is <laughs> both fun and not healthy for me. But. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow- you lead a charmed life. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Tomorrow, I uh, I have to get my sperm count checked <laughs> uh, because that's one of those uh, surgeries where it's like we'll check in in six months and see if we did our job. Uh, so hoping that goes well. Uh, that's it for me. Nice. Check in, Courtney. Uh, yo, I've been drinking water like crazy. I've been trying to get that full eight ounce eight. Eight ounce glasses. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that can't insane. be right. It is. That's like eight sixty-four ounces, I believe. So you've been you've been going around town telling kids to drink water, but only now only are now you following your own I, damn advice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom so much. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, As you feel it's working, do you wake up clearer? Yeah. What's the goal here? Um, um, it's my skin is. Be- I have super dry skin, but it's getting way better uh, with the water. Ah. I know. So, fuck every health thing. It's like you know what you should do: drink water. And you're like, fuck that. That's the last <laughs> thing I'm gonna do. So basic that advice. Uh. Yeah, I know. It turns out. There you go. Mm. Do you have any check game? How are you feeling? Right uh, I feel I feel very good right now. Uh, I'm a little robust, but mm-hmm. I, I lost a few pounds and yes, I'm, I'm, I'm still fat, but I, I, I'm a little better. I've uh, been eating a little better, working out more, and I, I've cut down uh, the days I drink, even though I haven't totally f- you know figured that one out because the days I do drink, sometimes I still drink like a barbarian, but I'm working <laughs> on it and I'm just... I, I'm I'm enjoying this experience with you guys, you know. Yeah. Cool. Very health conscious check in for all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we watch this week? We watched Lupin the Third, uh, and the treasure of Ca- uh, the castle of Cagliostro. Castle of proper noun. The uh, longest fiat commercial known to man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, what? Could you know the history of this? This is like a famous. There's like. A million episodes oh, of this yeah. guy, right? So Lupin the Third is a very famous manga. Uh, made the author, the pen name is Monkey Punch, and it's ba- he's based off um, the Monkey French. Punch. Yeah, it's I don't remember the story. I, oh, the editor, his editor just came up with that name. He's like, I don't really like it, but okay. <laughs> was he was he a was he like a manga comic before he was the anime? Oh film? yeah, okay. Um, and he's like, my name's Shin, and his editor's like, no, Monkey Punch. <laughs> I already, already wrote it down in Nick. Man. I, <laughs> sorry, editor things. Um, so Lupin, the character is based on the French character uh, Arsene. Arsene, I don't know. It's, it's still got Lupin in the name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A famous thief character from French literature, and a combination of that and James Bond. <laughs> uh, really, who has come up so much lately? Yeah. Uh, uh, we've been talking Bond and a lot. The I'm a episodes. huge James Bond fan. So. Ooh, who's your favorite James Bond? Uh, well, uh, Sean Connery is well, yeah. my uh, is really been my all time favorite. I mean, I'm a huge Sean Connery fan, but I think Roger Moore was great and 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 did the role a different way. He just kind of redefined the role. And I honestly, I I think Daniel Craig, uh, when he has is. Uh, when I, when they first announced him, I was like, "What?" He didn't look like a Bond to me, but to me, when he's had good good material to work with, mm. he has been as good as anybody. I I think nice. I I think he's amazing as Bond, and I I would really I really I don't know if he'll do it, but I hope he does at least one more. I, I Casino yeah. Royale I thought was the best Bond movie maybe in thirty years because they had yeah. good writing. <clears throat> they had the guy this guy Paul Haggis from. Who who wrote the last draft of the screenplay? He wrote Million Dollar Baby and Crash, and he was a good writer. And they took the I actually read the first Bond book, Casino Royale. They kind of updated it, but they took so you had source material, his writing with, for the dialogue, and it was just like it made for good. I think Pierce Brosnan was good too. I don't, I I, I prefer Dan, Daniel Craig for other reasons, but. I also, to be fair, I don't think Pierce Brosnan had as good material to work mm, with. They were kind of goofier movies. It, it yeah. was, I think, after Timothy Dalton, they were trying to, they were just happy to get. They wanted to go with a formula yeah. because the the two Timothy Daltons were, 
You know, Timothy. I don't. I didn't dislike them. I actually liked Timothy the, Dalton. I, that first one he did, I liked Living Daylights. But yeah. they, by comparative standards, they weren't as popular in the U.S. They still yeah. made money, I, but they they weren't making. As much. And then there was like a seven year break, and I think they they really they brought in Goldeneye with Brosnan, and it made a lot of money. And they're like, let's just let's go. So a lot of video game. games. <laughs> and, I, yeah, he and he he looked the. I mean, they went. They're kind of went in a different direction with Dalton, and then they're like, okay, that didn't really work. So now we're gonna go back to a super suave, like a guy that, that he ah. was already famous from mm-hmm. uh, this TV show Remington Steel. And then I think after the fourth one, they just kind of had run out of ju- juice with it, and I think he asked for too much money. And they got the I, Quentin Tarantino had actually talked about in media uh, publicly about he wanted to make Casino Royale and make it in black and white. And if you watch uh, it, oh, it starts. Th- in black one and idea white. they did is they got the pre-credit sequence as in black and white, right. so they kind of borrowed that. Cool. But, but they, that was the one Bond book they didn't have the rights to for yeah. many years. Oh. and they they had like a '60s like Peter Sellers version that what and then a TV movie version, but the EON Productions didn't. Right, make it, but I I think Casino Royale, Skyfall, I, I were amazing. The I even Daniel like Craig. It's like every other one is good. Yes, and so they have to end on like a good one. I, I, I really, I you know what? I even liked. Well, I thought Casino Royale and Skyfall were great. I I might be in the minority here. I I even liked the last one. The only one I didn't yeah. really like was Quantum of Solace. Now here's the thing, though. I feel complicated, conflicted because I think it was one of the hottest Bond girls. <laughs> I thought she was yeah. amazing to look at, but the movie itself wasn't as good. And what ha- I, what I blame it on is that the writer strike happened mm. before, and Paul Haggis, who was wrote on Casino Royale, said that it, it he hadn't finished it when they went on strike, and so they were writing it as they're making it. Oh, and I think it affected the writing. It's uh, still it, a very pretty film. Yeah, and I, well, the only other thing is the director, the way this Quantum Solace, the action. W- I don't like the Jason Bourne yeah. style where you mm. can't, where it's shaky cam and you can't see. So tight shots, but, yeah. I mean, it's a stylistic choice. Some people like it. That's not my favorite thing. So th- there's a couple things going on that I didn't really like about the movie, but the girl in it, who's Ukrainian, <laughs> it's fucking was, solid. was they had, amazing. Like, her and then also this um, assistant from uh, MI6 with like the red hair. Yeah, she, she was also so good. Yeah, she, yeah, that's true. That's oh. a good point. I forgot about her. Um, I was gonna say the Timothy Dalton ones. Mm-hmm. I like his take on Bond, uh-huh. like, like like so business like. I feel like the ultimate downfall was that they looked like they were made for TV movies. You know, I agree, particularly with the second one, mm-hmm. the Living Daylights. The first one he did, I liked, but the second one, if you look at it, it they were. It was 1989, and at that time, really popular were movies. Like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, movies that I love too, mm-hmm. but it's not James Bond. Yeah. And I think they're, if you look at it, they're going for like a Miami Vice. There's way look. more guns. Yeah, but it, it's not just like I mean, there's guns of Bond, but it's like, yeah. it's like Scarface meets Miami Vice meets. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, it's going for that aesthetic because Miami Vice was huge in the '80s, and it looks. You mentioned TV production. Yeah. It looks like it's. And you're like, Bond's driving in an Oldsmobile. This doesn't seem like a Bond movie. And they're in yeah. Florida, and they're fighting like the Scarface kingpin. So it that that was my problem with that one. It was like they were trying to too much do like Scarface. And yeah. 
So you said this this <laughs> series is off track. But very no, but this loop in here is 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 there's a lot of channeling of like secret yeah. agent James Bond stuff. I I watched the dub version first. Yeah. And I watched the sub one just now. The sub one gives you that error because there's like moments of like careful silence and like mm. like planning and like just like 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 thinking up from the character. Uh, the the American dub. It's like an episode of like like Chippendales Rescue Rangers. <laughs> it's like every single line in the sub is preceded and postseded by like, "Wow, geez, I wonder if this is gonna work." Oh no, hold on to your hat and like every. So it's it's like there's no room to breathe in the in the dub yeah. version. And there's lines. It's just if a character's like mouth isn't on screen, they're probably talking because there was more room for them. To like <laughs> oh my, now jam I wish in like wacky language. And so I watched oh, the I don't, sub twice. I wish I had watched the dub now. I, yeah, and there's two dubs too. I saw because they didn't have rights for the first mm-hmm. one, and so he's called Wolf instead of Lupin. Uh, oh, yeah, and they screwed up the inspector's thing. name. They thought the Japanese word for inspector was a name, mm. so his name is like Inspector, Inspector, last name or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the vibe is so. There's like almost. I didn't get a James Bond vibe watching it the first time, but yeah, I yeah. definitely got it watching it just now. Uh, yeah, so that's really really jazzy soundtrack. Oh my too. god, it was yeah. very funky, kind of seventies. Headhunters, Some sexy vibraphone. Yeah, like jazz fusion, kind Horns. of seventies feel to it. And, yeah really funky and and there's a lot of cigarettes everywhere and i thought oh, that's yeah. pretty so fabulous like there would be a, a, like a, a cigarette tray and there's just like tons and tons <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's very interesting yeah. oh well let's let's get into it this uh opens with uh so jigen and lupin they're pulling a heist on a casino they get out of there, and they're pulling tricks on everyone. It's very fun. <laughs> they like stuff this little tiny Fiat car like full of money, where the the point where they can't see. Oh yeah. And then it turns out it's counterfeit, and yeah, so yeah. they was decide it, to. Was it supposed to be a Montenegro in the beginning? I think it was somewhere uh, Monte else. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Okay. Okay. Montenegro is way different than that's like in the middle of the Balkans. Okay, I wasn't sure. I it was know. like some exotic casino yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't it sure. looked like American dollars though. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I was a little confused at first where it was. So yeah, so they decided it's it's counterfeit, so they're gonna um they're gonna they're ditch gonna it go to and the, find out where it was yeah, made because they know where it's made is in this made up country called Cagliostro. Right. Yeah. So he's going to try and get those plates. And he tried to get them before 10 years ago. So, yeah, tiny little country, population 3,500. Oh, wow. They have actually a written backstory. <laughs> and so on the way, they get a they see this uh, bride lady in a car getting chased. And like, oh, we're going to step in here. Uh, and anyways, it turns out this lady's being chased because she has to marry someone. <laughs> the car chase was fun because it gives you right off the bat. It's like, this is a little Looney Tunes. Like he's yeah, driving up the wall. Like the yeah. car is like, like when you see that, you get why they would add in on that. Whoa, wacky stuff. Yeah. And it kind of gives you the rules of the universe a little bit. Like it's going to yeah. be a little fantastical, which yeah. is kind of fun. Uh, uh, his buddy's got the gun, and he like mm. shoots it at the tire, and it doesn't work. And so he's like, "Don't worry, I have an armor-piercing bullet." They said in the the dub version. This one, he was just like, "I have a better bullet." I think, and then he shoots it, and it works. And um, I don't know. There's hijinks. Uh, eventually, uh, they fall off a cliff. Yeah. So yeah, he saves uh the bride lady, and but he gets her, and she's like trying to take care of him, and she drops this ring of hers, and this boat comes, and she's like, "Oh shit." Gotta go. She runs into some forest. Mm-hmm. So the the ring, it's a goat, but it's got a fishtail, which is a Capricorn, <gasps> Capricorn, which is my sign. And we just we just got we off a four episode heavily. tear on an astrology based oh, uh, wow. anime. So we've been talking a lot of. What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. Cool. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know the characteristics of that, but I know it's a good one. It's the archer, right? 
Yeah, yes, that's right. There's a there is an archer. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, they uh blah, 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 blah. They're going after the girl and they're like uh he he remembers that he he used to know her yeah, or something. Yeah, he used to Yeah, yeah, he was like she's all grown up now. <laughs> oh, I liked it. Um so Lupin at a certain point like walks away to go think about stuff for himself and then in the middle uh Jigen comes over is like a uh, fuck this, I'm a lonely suffering guy, crap. And he puts him in a headlock. Uh, yeah, what have you been hiding? He just beats the shit out of him until he tells <laughs> yeah. him. So they're gonna try and get into the castle and steal those plates. Yeah, it's a huge-ass castle. There's, like, it, it's modern, too, so it's got all sorts of, like, mechanical stuff and working elevator and phone system. There's, mm-hmm. like, a water aqueduct. The little steamboat pulls into the dungeon, which is called the Black Hole, in which mm-hmm. no one can escape. Uh, oh, so a thing that he... Gets the samurai guy named Goemon. They don't really create a plot for him to be there, but he's the main cast of the manga, so he just has to be there. He's part of the gang. Yeah, he's, he's got part the sword of the guy. He's got the gun guy. He's yeah. the thief guy. Yeah. There's the woman later, <laughs> kind of not part of the gang, but still always around. Yeah. So he uh, leaves this note that says, "I'm gonna steal your bride," and that is a trap to get um, Zenigata, the inspector from Interpol, to show up. <laughs> As a distraction. They make such a huge deal out of him being Japanese in the sub. They yeah. do not mention it at all in the mm-hmm. dub. But they're like, he's he's got that Japanese keenness and mm-hmm. work ethic and blah, blah, blah. And later there's like <laughs> racial th- slurs thrown at him and shit. And so, yeah. I, is Interpol like a big deal in J- Japan? Or um, I, I feel like I only hear about it in plot devices of spy movies yeah, and I mean, video games. I think it's used in plot devices of anime more often than in Western stuff. Like, I feel I like I never read the news and it's like, Interpol did yeah, something today. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 you don't hear a lot from Interpol. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like a, it's it's made for it because it's like this supernatural, you know, super national kind of... Uh, yeah, we'll It's perfect riding. for that plot, you know, like a, a, a espionage kind of, you know... Like tons of resources and helicopters right. and underground stuff and and it's exotic. You got all these all these countries around, you know, and and police from different countries, and it, yeah. it makes for a good uh, espionage story. Uh, the there's like a gyro flyer. The the count guy's got some sort of helicopter oh, yeah. deal that he uses. Oh, to fly they mention uh. The Count is like several times in this movie, like drugs this princess. Oh, yeah, he keeps sedating her. She looked like a rag doll in the bed. That was pretty disturbing. <laughs> yeah. and, and then he came, he walks up, and I was like thinking of Bill Cosby. And I was thinking, but <sighs> no, but he, he, he walked, he walks, you know, she was definitely looked like a doll, like mm-hmm. not even, yeah. He, and he was, he looked very hungry. And, and, you know, I, I was concerned about both of them, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Oh, oh! There, we missed the part where um, there are assassins in this movie that show up, and they have these pointy yeah, gloves. Yeah, I thought a Wolverine, or yeah, something. or like or Freddy Krueger or something. They just the but on both hands, they're like ninjas with scalpels or something. And they like blades that come out of the wrist yeah. part, and they they're they're like all hunched <clears throat> over like little creatures. Yeah, they turned to just be dudes later, but like I thought they might have been like like some sort of science project. They thing. had some ape way about their posture yeah. too. Yeah, they'd sway back and forth and. Um, there's a part where they go to uh, Jigen and Lupin, and they go to a restaurant to talk about like what we're we gonna do. And there's this waitress that just shows up and tells them everything. <laughs> I lo- that was very nice, and, and she knew right away what it was, and she wasn't gonna report that it was missing. Yeah, it was very like, oh, convenient. that ring yeah. belongs to the princess. Yeah. She just got back. She's marrying the count. There's an ancient treasure. Right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
And uh, in the dub overheard in the background is, um, he's a Capricorn, but she's a Libra. <laughs> I don't know if that was the count and the princess or not, but it was just that was just the discussion happening in the background. She's a Capricorn. I think they said he's a Capricorn. Oh, ew. I don't, they both had goat rings, so I would assume they both were, but I don't know. Mm. Well, anyways, oh, so there's like this nurse lady or whatever, uh, but she's not really. She's Fujiko Omine, uh, the, the lady spy we mentioned earlier. <laughs> She's like full on Rambo in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whenever it's go time, she's got like this uh, camouflage like pantsuit mm-hmm. underneath whatever she's wearing at all times, and she's the most like hardcore. Like she's got grenades, she's got fully automatic weapons. Uh, it's she's awesome. Yeah, I, I love her. her. Uh, so the classic uh, formula of Lupin the Third is that Zenigata is always choosing Lupin, who's always after a treasure, but Fujiko is always like a step ahead of him and. I don't know if she like always ends up with the treasure, but usually she's like a, hey guys, I'm going to fuck around here for a minute, but y'all kind of dumb, so bye. You know, it was in- interesting too, it was some of, you were mentioning the racial aspects of how the characters are drawn, is I've noticed in anime a lot of times, I mean, uh, you know, many, many, ja- <sighs> many Japanese are known to be fair skinned, mm. but there was clearly, uh, some of the even Japanese characters, I mean, there was European characters because they were in another country, but then there was even some of the Japanese characters, like you mentioned Fujiko or whatever, but was a Japanese character with like blonde hair and blue eyes. It was just kind of interesting. Oh, the thing with Fujiko is, I think as it started, originally there was no like recurring female character, just like there'd always be like a girl and like a Bond girl. Right. Uh, I guess... I don't know if it's intentional, but multiple times the girl was named Fujiko. I I read this on the Wikipedia and was like, "What?" So um, there's different versions. Yeah, there's different versions. She changes her appearance a lot. So she it kind of melt. She yeah. she kind of was melded more in with the, the background European, of right yeah. where she was at because she was like an undercover person there. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of recoloring in this movie. Fujiko usually has brown hair. Uh that's not an important thing. What is important. Usually Lupin has a red jacket. Oh, he's reporting a nice jungle green blazer. Yes. I almost might go look up multicolored blazers later. <laughs> I was so inspired it's so by this. Good. I'm trying to find something that's slightly above like like shitty tech wear uh, mm. that I've been sporting forever. Uh, and I don't know what the answer is yet. I feel like it's so hard with menswear to have something that's like nice and distinctive, but also doesn't say, I'm an attention sinking asshole. <laughs> Especially because uh, stand up like like there's always like the one guy in like a full suit. Yeah, and I'm always like that isn't what mm. we're doing here. But that is like the traditional like older like stand up yeah. shit, right? And so I'm afraid to go too far in that direction. Yeah. I don't know, and then I don't know what look good at I, me. But I was digging his. He had yellow tie, jungle green blazer, yeah. right? Um, yeah. I like Kyle. You have maybe the most functional stand up uniform. Really? Thank you. I don't. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I. It depends. Well, you use it Thank in your you. act. Yeah, they will. That I do. Sometimes my friends will come with a coat or whatever, and I think, and then sometimes I'll just come in with a t-shirt and pants. I think sometimes though, uh, you know, I think there's room for both casual and someone that wears a suit. I think I was watching uh, McDermott. He seems to wear black a lot, mm. and I, and you see a lot of fame. There are famous comics that will have. They over time, like uh, George Carlin, will dress an all black or all. I think sometimes 
I mean, there's room to just dress casual. There's room to dress in a suit as long as I don't, as long as it doesn't take away from, or, I mean, this is just what I'm thinking. Yeah. As long as it doesn't get in the way or take away from your act, really, you know, Sense. that there's, there's room for, there's room for all they said an improv styles, too, just you know? as long as it doesn't distract. Like they right. usually, it's like don't have big lettering on your right, shirt right. and stuff. And really, it depends on what it is. If someone's wearing a suit, it, that's great. If someone's wearing a lime green suit or something, it, it could be very. Uh, you're thinking, what is he wearing instead of listening? But some guys, I say that some guys wear crazy stuff and they make it work. So you know. I guess I love it if it fits the character that you're portraying. Yeah, I always feel if I just. Wear something that I like. Yeah, I, yeah. Look good, feel good. Yeah, is what I, say. <laughs> I pretty much, uh, yeah. Just I don't think too much about it, but my friends will wear a little extra sometimes, mm. and, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I like to depending on the level of the show, like dress up nicer or less nice. Like Gong mm. shows, like oh, okay, this is a big thing. It's a nice, nice place. I want to dress nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's what I was, my initial statement of the the full suit being out of place. I was thinking like the bottom like five minute open mics where there's like no one there. Yeah, it's like yeah. dark and then it's like that's weird to me. But if it's like a showcase or a gong show or something, like, yeah, I have dressed even, a, like I have dressed a little nicer at at, at showcases. You yeah, know, some showcases I'll I'll I'll, I'll dress a little little nicer. But uh, you know, it it, it depends. I, I I guess I I just don't I don't. I don't think about it that much. Maybe I should, you know, but I, like it depends. Certain showcases I've dressed up more and then others I just kind of dress casually and then my friends may have an extra coat or something, you know. There's also a lot of great hat wear in this oh, movie. I need to go back oh, to the yeah. coat, though. Oh, back to the coat. Oh, this is important, important. I want to talk about in. So um, the original Lupin had a red coat because uh, the crazy thought that was bold and exciting. <laughs> now this movie directed by uh, Hao Miyazaki with the like a lime green coat not so bold, not so exciting. Was it, was it lime green, his coat? Yeah. Okay. I felt it was jungle, and I'm willing to fight green? about it. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I'm not, I'm you know not what? Lime is col- too bright. I'm going to... It's I, green. We've had color discussions on this podcast before, and I was very wrong. Yeah. And so don't listen to me, but... I don't know what jungle th- green is specifically. I'm like, are you thinking like camouflage kind of? No, like that's cam- uh, forest. It's like kind of a very green teal. Oh, that's jungle. You are you are right. Okay, it's fact jungle check. green. Real time fact checking. That's right there. It's right there. <laughs> uh, um, For the listener, I'm gonna post a, a, a giant square image underneath this of, of jungle green, so that no, I'll cut this. Out. Um, okay, <laughs> sorry. No, as I was you're gonna saying. say the jungle green, calm and uh, yes, uh, soothing. nice, soothing, much like how Miyazaki movies. Oh, yeah. so this is his like style on yeah, this. Yeah, the color palettes and all this is beautiful. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that's all. What were you gonna say? Oh, I want to talk about hats. hats. Uh, uh, his 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 sniper buddy's hat is awesome. He's always wearing it. Uh, the yeah. inspector's always got his hat. He's always like comically holding on his head as he's got like his his his, his head stick out a window of a small car. Um, I don't know yeah. the other. The, there's crowns. There's the the crazy goat mask crown of the <laughs> bad guy. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just I know. good stuff. So they get into the castle. Oh. Uh, Zenigata is like trying to say, hey, Lupin's going to be here. Let me stake it out. Get this guy. You don't want to mess with him. And the account's like, mm-hmm, funny, but fuck you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Lupin gets into the castle and he visits uh, Clarice, the princess. And oh, it's a really cute scene. Uh, he like is trying to like, oh, 
He like charms her and stuff. Yeah. Yes, he did a lot of stuff. I do is are you talking about when he brings the oh, flower? Oh yeah, you were like this guy's my twin. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't want to say I've made flowers appear out of nothing in my hand, but it was just something like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like this was another scene that you should watch the dub and the sub because the the, the sub version does feel like Bond like charming this girl with mm. like minimal like words and he's like he plays up the fact that I'm like a master thief or like yeah, I'm yeah. a professional he, thief and like yeah. keeps saying that phrase over and over again. Um, the English version never. It's always just like I'm your knight in shining armor oh. and I'm goofy and blah blah blah. And then it's like oh look magic. And then mm. in this one it's more like symbolism and, and flags stuff. Flags. And, and yeah, and there's little tiny flags yeah. on the. Th- I didn't get. Is that just because they're in Europe? I, I, or- honestly, <laughs> when I first saw when I was watching. I thought, okay, you know, sometimes it could be a little violent, and in 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 anime, he's holding his fist, he's gr- like doing a grunting sound. Is he gonna hit her? Because oh. it's kind of like, like he, you're kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah. he's putting Sound-like his fist in her face, and like, oh, fist. is he mad? And then, but that's the noise he makes to create the flower. And I was, <laughs> I was, I was just turned on at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, the count walks in, is like assassins come out he gets sent down a trap door uh and then he meet. that's where he meets oh yeah then he got gets trapped sword uh before that too so then they meet down the dungeons and like hey you hey you and they gotta work together guys yeah uh but yeah there's like bodies from like hundreds of years ago down there <laughs> some of them have the crowns there's like a japanese spy from mm. 1906 or some shit Damn. where there's like avenge me like written on the, the wall yeah, uh, so they, they find counterfeits of like money from all around the world, and then you guys trying to get proof for it, and then the well they send the ninjas after him and they thwart them with some bur- weekend at Bernie shenanigans oh, with the yeah. corpses to like that distract them. Yeah, and then they escape the the dungeon. Yeah, they find the printing presses. Okay, so they find there's piles of money from all over the world. I love how this sequence went down because it was like. First of all, the first thing they say is, oh, these are all 10,000 Japanese yen bills. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And then it's like, okay, let's, here's all these other types of money, and they start rallying them off. Um, in the sub, the last one is, oh, look, they even have won, which mm-hmm. is Korean? Or what was W-O-N? No, Yeah, But in the uh, the dub, it was, look, they even have lira, which was mentioned in the sub, but it was part of like the legitimate list of money. And so a different country got shot on, <laughs> depending on it's who was probably in- lip flaps. What do you mean? Oh, they're trying to match it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, I thought it was a jab at their yeah. economies, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, they have to work together. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the Rambo woman. Uh, oh, yeah. This is when she pulls out her camouflage pantsuit. With the, she's in the princess room. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's trying to uh, get out. She puts a grenade next to the window. <laughs> it explodes. The windows are fine. It's a bulletproof window. That was, ins- that was grenade a- proof? I got to get a window like that. Oh, yeah. my God. I just got new windows. They are not nearly <laughs> that strong. They're not even triple ply. Uh, uh, so the, they started a fire. They started the money on fire. And so they have to put out the, the fire. And mm-hmm. this is when uh, uh, Lupin and the inspector run up to the Yeah, they the get the auto gyro thing. And the helicopter deal. And they go to try to pick up the princess. Um, uh, that plan turns to shit. And uh, so they have a face off with the count. And the prince is like a okay, let them go, and I'll marry you type of deal. Yeah, Lupin gets shot. Oh, yeah, he gets shot up. He gets straight shot. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so the, the, the good guys escape, but the princess is left behind with, uh, with that yeah. guy um, and to regroup and lick their wounds. Yeah. And in the, in the beginning of third act, he's was he recovering with the... He wakes, he's, he's up, and yeah. he's going, well, 
he's got wrapped around his head. How long has it been? And he's freaking out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's been three days, so it's one day. The we- the wedding is tomorrow. Tomorrow. And there's this dog that likes him. And they're like, let's deal with that. And yeah, then, and then they, they get explain. the whole backstory on That him. was a little interesting, but I'll let you, we'll get back oh, to that after you go through the... Oh, no, no. I mean, well, let's, we follow the interesting. <laughs> well... He, they almost, it almost seemed like he was in love with her yeah. right there. And she was like a 10, like a little, she was very young. They, play, they walked a fine line in yeah. this. And like, is it romance or not? Yeah. Like he, he's like, she's getting the dog and he met her. And that, and that takes you back to where he's like, she's all grown up now. Yeah. And he's holding the ring. But then it's kind of confusing because later, as you guys will talk about, it's like he's, he, you know, when he kisses her, she goes in to kiss and he kisses her on the head. Yeah. So it's kind of this weird kind of like older brother kind of, or or like a, a father, almost like an elderly figure to yeah. her. But at the same time, he has romantic feelings. So it's kind of. The thing is, this is a Miyazaki movie. So this girl, no matter what she does, she will be forced to be an independent woman by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Even if she doesn't want to. The, yeah. The, yeah. No, you have to. It's a cat return situation. He cares too much about her to be in love with her. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of the the a motif you see like in Westerns where the, you have the guy that saves her, but in the end he, he helps her in civilization, but he mm-hmm. goes back to the... Right, his his uh his, way his old ways. his way of life. Yeah, he, he's he's, and, I, and so you see him go back in the car, and he's he's with all the mischief, you know. I've never understood that trope because it just feels like a you're getting so close to like these two people being together. Just in this case, it's one of those way younger. Go ahead, <laughs> but like just the the trope of the man who's like, no, I have to be a loner. No, I have I, to be a loner. I think, I think part of it was. In other Western movies, it would be like a guy that helps establish law and order, but he's kind of from the other side yeah. of the way of life, and he's not going to be happy to settle and, and live the normal life. Mm-hmm. He's there to help establish everything, and then he's, he's he takes off and he's out in the wild. Now, maybe it's similar with uh, this character in that he's a thief, yeah, and his way of is he's not a he's know, a fugitive like he's, he's actually a, he's actively on the point. run yeah. yeah yeah and so he can't just uh, settle down with this this yeah. this uh, though but it, yeah it was weird because he was like very like I gotta get there and he was very uh, but then when when she gets there she tries to plan a kiss on him and he's like he moves up and kisses her on the head so it's just a lot of different uh, yeah I think that was the fly free little bird. Yeah. Fly free. Yeah. Uh, the dog uh, that that so it's her dog that that, have, that found him after he was hurt yeah. when he was when he was a, a young scrappy thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time he tried to rob this huge castle, but has since forgotten about. Uh, the dog's name is Carl, which I thought was fun. Uh, there's one other dog named Carl that I'm aware of, and it was from uh, Secret of Mana Three. I don't know if you guys play that. Nope. Uh, I've heard of a dog named Carl before, but I was like, that's a special place for me. Uh, <laughs> His his plan to get better, he's like bandaged, like you can see one eyeball, oh, yeah. right? And he's got twenty four hours to like get back to like top spy form. And he's like, all I need is food. 
which I don't know if this is like a character thing that was set up before in, in the series or if this is just straight video game like uh, a wheel of cheese yeah. gives you 50 hit points man like just go for, for it 50 hit points uh, in the in the dub they make a joke about you're eating so fast you're gonna get indigestion which he does kind yeah. of in this one they're just like you're crazy and uh, <laughs> he turns green yeah. um, um, so after uh, so Fujiko is the one that like basically sets everything back up she sends a note to Lupin she gets uh, Zenigata to come back she oh. uses a hack phone line. Yeah. She throws like a wire up onto a phone line and makes a call <laughs> and then just pulls it down. Like she's like stealing long distance oh. like in 1979. Oh, there's a minute with uh, Denny Gata where he goes to Interpol and they're like, oh, we'd love to get on this counterfeit thing, but we can't. Now, bureaucracy getting Ooh. in the way of an investigation. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um. So they, they the day of the wedding... They have TV cameras. The Archduke is coming. It's, a lamb gets blessed. It's all happening. <laughs> but that was... Okay, so that that was really Lupin, right? Yeah, so Lupin's dressed up as the Archduke. Yes, the... So he at didn't that, at really that point, bless that lamb. Oh, no, no. I thought at that point he was the, the lamb guy because the real Archduke is on his way, right? And he, like, diverts them. Oh. And then he goes dressed up as the... I don't know. Because the... I thought that was uh, that I was my take on it. He, he's got time. so many costumes; it's hard mm-hmm. to tell who he oh, is. Oh, he right. costumes it up so easily. <laughs> what else? I got anyway, uh, so what happens is it's at like the- a it looks like a secret order or something. Yeah, the black clan looking yeah, yeah, outfits yeah, yeah. and it's pretty creepy. Do you see that a lot? in, like they have it in Earthbound too. These cult people, but their costume just looks like a blue version of the KKK. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> you actually see in certain. Serum, uh, old, old world, you know, mm-hmm. like Catholic ceremonies. Oh, this yeah, isn't yeah. this isn't a strike against Catholicism, but you just see people they're dressed in things that I've seen that before. Yeah, that, that's in one of the hat. Godfather movies mm-hmm. where you see, see people dressed like that, and you're like, hey, that looks just like a mm. a different colored clan outfit or something. But that's not what. It, yeah, obviously, it's, it's not like what a, it is. like the old like. Uh, was say opus day but like the old like uh, the vatican stuff or whatever right, that goes right. back to like the crusades and whatnot right I think it's all very like uh they dress up more fun yeah yeah no i wish yeah. we had that when i was going to church uh <laughs> yeah it looks like an eyes, eyes wide shut style like like yeah with yes. all the swords coming together and it's creepy ass wedding anyways so in there in the middle she's sedated for the wedding too by the way <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I, I did notice that she was like in a trance. Yeah. Uh, um. So in the middle of the wedding, there, uh, Lupin's like, "Bah! I was the Archduke all along." <laughs> no, I I gotta point this out. When they're doing the vows, mm. uh, in the sub, it's basically just like, "Hey, princess, uh, like, uh, do is this what you want to do?" And your silence will be taken as a yes. Yeah. In the sub or in the dub, they set up a Western style wedding thing where it's like, "Do you take this man yeah. to be your husband?" And then your silence means consent is like Ooh. literally the phrase they use. And I was like, "Shit." Ugh. I mean, in both situations, <laughs> like, Ugh. yeah. But the the uh, it's just the way they put that was like, "Holy Christ!" <laughs> um, yeah. So the they they set up like the the they the ghost. Yeah, appears uh, with the the samurai and the marksman guy, yeah, like holding them up. A distraction, but that Lupin they're holding on their shoulders is actually a robot. <laughs> he built a whole robot in yeah. a day after eating a wheel of cheese. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, he's the archduke, or he's and, the yeah the bishop. Yeah, bishop steals Anyways, the rings. He steals the rings. He steals the girl. Uh, Zenigata comes out and he starts him and his police guys start fighting the guards. 
Uh, Fujiko is like narrating all of this as a TV reporter. She's doing play by play with yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, big yeah. wrench that she keeps hitting people with. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, then Zenigat and Fujiko go down to the basement area, and uh, I love Zenigat's like, look, look at all this counterfeit Japanese yen. <laughs> what? Oh, what should I do with all this counterfeit money? And it's live streamed to the uh, um, Interpol. How did Fujiko get the reporter job? That's how I was thinking too, and I was watching that. I, she probably just punched a report. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> that big go. wrench. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things done. Um, or she could have gotten through the whole interview process and in a day. Like she's I'm ready, good. camera ready. <laughs> Anyways, so Goemon is like sorting people. Uh, Jigen is shooting people. He's got an anti-tank gun that yes. he's shooting from the hip indoors. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's fucking great, man. Uh, and and yeah, so the um. They like go up to the clock tower, mm-hmm. I think, at this point. Yeah, Lupin and uh, Clarice escape to uh, a clock tower. Oh, the Count and Lupin have a great fight in like the clockwork stuff. Fun gear, gear fighting. Yeah. Very fun. I like the when the when he he, he uh, of course she falls and and uh, the protagonist um, Lupin saves yeah. her, but you see the the hands of the clock sm- smash. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they um, smush him. <laughs> the count gets both rings, and Lupin and Clarice fall down, and the count like puts the rings inside this goat's eye on the clock. Right. So that's supposed to like re- reveal the treasure, but then he gets smushed. Yeah, yeah. He's he was done for. Yeah. They even like cut like if they like any other anime you would have seen like a head explosion. Yeah, you like blood like everywhere. Some... And this one they cut further away, and it's like, <laughs> is, that, is that director known? To, for being more reserved in the violence? Um, Hal Miyazaki is known for being like much more family friendly. Right, right. Yeah. Like, there, was a, there was a lot of fighting in Princess Mononoke, right? Yeah. It's been a while since I watched it, but I, it, it wasn't like gruesome, but there was still mm-hmm. probably some blood in there. But I, I, I've seen clips of anime where like what you're talking about, where people are getting just totally... Yeah. Like that's the point, right? Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be gore fest 97. Uh, I take one issue with this clock tower scene. Uh, I am not like a uh, hardware, hands-on, mechanical car person or anything like that. But there's one thing I know, what? and it's righty tighty, lefty Lucy, and he undoes a huge nut from a big wrench, and he is righty tightying it, and it lefty Lucy'd. Oh my god! Burn it down. <laughs> this is garbage. I can't. <laughs> I'm not stand for this in my house. Yeah. Oh, and the treasure of Cagliostro at the very end. Was a Roman city. Yeah, yeah. city under ruins. So it yeah. was like an a- Atlantis or something. Yeah, yeah. I, it does seem weird that no one would have known about that. Yeah, you'd think they would have swam down it. I wouldn't want to be around when they get their property taxes reassessed because suddenly they got like forty nine more units on their property. <laughs> um, but yay, and that's it. And they see that, and then yeah, they they, they have a send off, and he yeah. says, "No, I c- you can't stay." And then there's a comical chase off into the distance. Yeah. So the, you're saying that this is the the girl always gets uh, Rambo lady always gets. The she real gets money. The thing, and if she doesn't get the thing, she still comes out cleaner than everyone else. Right, because you can't have the thief getting the thing, or his job would be—he could retire. Yeah. he's got to keep chasing stuff, and the cop can't catch the thief because he's got to keep chasing. Mm-hmm. Him. And so all three pieces back where they need to be for another great adventure. Yeah, doopa doopa doo. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. Uh, I really liked this movie. It was, it was a fun yeah. romp. Yeah, it was a. I, I like the quirkiness of it. Uh, though I know the quirkiness wasn't intentional. I'm sure it was the. The soundtrack, the 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 style of the animation, the shots, and I really liked the. It was 
it was just very it was very interesting to watch the animation was yes. very interesting like when they're getting stuck in the gears or they're going underwater it was really interesting to watch yeah. and just very stuck like i kept thinking okay this is like japan 1979 like it was very interesting to see it from that yeah. done in the 70s too. yeah it's pretty well done like, yeah mm -hmm. it's very it was very interesting and also you know uh, some of the gadgets and stuff that were pretty it was pretty interesting to think of at that time from that you know i mean there was bond movies and there was stuff with gadgets and i know you guys brought up the bond aspect of it but it was just kind of interesting to see yeah like the batman belt or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. Hook, the, the like, pulley system or whatever and it was just had this kind of a funky vibe to it you know it was interesting the the bad guy was you know like he almost the bad the but he almost the count had almost a fondness for even though he was trying to kill him, he, yeah. he was an interesting character right there because yeah. he almost had a fondness for... Um, it was more like a rivalry or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, sure. Yeah, it was mm. just, it, it was very interesting. Oh, one thing I couldn't figure out. So they kept on doing things that showed like the, the, the Count didn't actually care about Clarice. Like he would have his guys shoot at her and stuff. Like he didn't need her. He just needed the, the ring. The damn ring, yeah. But if he just needed the ring, just take the ring. But it turned out that she knew the puzzle. Like you put the rings together and you could read the writing, um, which it was this this lost language mm. in the sub. In the dub, they just call it hieroglyphics, which it is clearly not hieroglyphics. Yeah. Uh, but she, it was her family saying that had been passed down. That was like the the riddle. The, yeah. But all all she needed was the saying. So it's like she didn't need the rings, but you, well, no, you physically needed the rings. Sorry to, yeah. to do the the Indiana Jones style. I always wonder when it's like those movies where it's like the ancient things like moving and it's just like all you need is gears guys and it's <laughs> like where's the power source like how did this was it all counterweights or something I'm not I, maybe that makes, I, sense, it makes no sense and if they're that long if there are counterweights like in place you'd think something would fall down or something or... and and all the, the the contraptions were there in yeah. that building they were in so I mean maybe it was an obvious like how it was supposed to work but oh, 500 years should be here's enough the thing time I didn't get so at a certain point uh he leaves a fake ring with Clarice. He manufactures a yeah. jack-in-the-box sound emitting. Yeah, like it's so small and has so much stuff going on in it. How do you make that work? It's a, like a watchmaker, like a little tiny... This, this guy. guy was obviously very resourceful. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he looked identical <laughs> to this uh, oh, to the, the, archbishop, and yeah. he, he could all of a sudden just wear a, a mask where everyone gum. thinks... Oh, this is this guy's real. So he is very resourceful. <laughs> Same thing with the police inspector he impersonated. It, yeah. Even in even though that was like a moment of commotion and panic, he still pulled that off. He, yeah. Oh, they did that like when they showed him uh being disguised as Zenigata. It had the animation for Zenigata's face, and then he turned around and it was Lupin like no taking off of a mask. It was just like whoop. It's right. all just it, expression. <laughs> acting. Yeah. Exactly. The air of it. He's a chameleon. <laughs> There was a lot of cup of noodles in this too. I thought it was oh, fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed <laughs> I that because it. it wasn't just like a like a cup of it was yeah. It wasn't a bowl of noodles. It was the the actual cup with the lid. You see him removing the lid. Yep. It was like the cops wow. were eating it. The robbers were eating it. Yeah. Like it was just it was Keegan ample was supply. I like that. Oh, there's a great moment where um they were like trying to and go and mom's like so why am I here and Jigen's like well there's a girl and Goemon's about to leave as soon as he hears that. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he was going it to get the girl, or he's like not interested? No, now? he's like, oh, there's a girl. This is a Lupin thing. I'm by. I'm oh, gone. Oh, I see. Oh, because he was invited by the, the yeah, marksman, yeah, yeah. not by. He didn't. No, know no, this. he was invited by Lupin. Did Did we not establish that Lupin is often chases after chicks and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is typical. No, but here's now I'm confused. So he actually chases after the girls, but yeah. then he doesn't want them in the end. 
Oh, man. It's a com. I mean, yeah. I mean, ain't that. He can't settle down. You can't settle down. <laughs> it's like my life. Yeah. I like this guy. <laughs> uh, but, and, and they do have. I like their style. I like his, his partner a lot. Yo, yeah. I like how again. he's just. He's always walking around with a cigarette dangling from his mouth. And there's one <laughs> scene where you. The camera pans to him, or or and you see he's laying down the bed with a cigarette tray on his chest, <laughs> and it's filled with like hundreds of cigarettes in there. It was just kind of I thought it was very much yeah in. tells a story. <laughs> he like drops it like in his own beard at one point, <laughs> and it's just like hanging out in there. Yeah, the, the cast of characters is great. So is there's like a million episodes of this. So is this is yeah. this typically it's like this is the band of guys. There's a new heist to be had. Yeah, Interpol's yeah. Hot this is like a very good episode of Lupin. Cool. How how many movies of Lupin is there? Maybe like five ish. Oh, okay. But there's like Maybe, that's just theatrical. There's like also this a was a theatrically TV. released yeah, one, right? But there's show. there's a lot of TV shows. Yeah. There's a lot of like different anime series. There's one dedicated just to Fujiko. It's really pretty, actually. Oh yeah. The, the wait, sorry, names. That was the uh, the girl. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. she should get her own because she Absolutely. had her own stuff going on. Uh, she could mow down an army with the <laughs> of guns she had. Um, I like that that the that the main guy really doesn't have the gun. Like he's got a guy for guns, mm-hmm. but it isn't like everyone's not just like shooting yeah. all the time. I don't know. Uh, you know what? We should enter really quick. Fan corner. Fan corner. Uh, part of the show where we honor the fans who have made contact with us or just <laughs> anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cody, I haven't looked it up beforehand this week, so I'm going to pass that to you right now. You guys have a fan corner? That's nice. Yeah. So fan corner this week, our number one listen to with seven whole listens is uh, the Monroe Township in New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, my God. Anyone have any connection to New Jersey? I used to run with a crew out there, but uh, I don't talk about a lot. Dang. (laughs) I feel like Monroe Township. I'm gonna look this up really quick, and I'm gonna try and get you some facts. Um, I feel like New Jersey is maligned quite a lot. Now I've never been there. Maybe it deserves it, but <laughs> I feel like New Jersey's never fucked up an election. New Jersey's never fucked up an election. Yeah. Hey, we got a, a listen from Victor Cruz this year. This. Uh... Oh shit! VCP. <laughs> hey, if you log into your SoundCloud account when you listen to this, I can see who you are. Uh, <laughs> I there was a town called Monroe in Wisconsin near where I grew up, and they, that's where the cheesemaker people came from. Oh. So they don't. Not every town makes cheese in Wisconsin, but Monroe has got that shit locked down. I'm I don't know. Look at some notable people. Uh, uh, I don't know any of these people. I, you know what, Monroe Township, you're not as notable as your Wikipedia article thinks. See, oh my God, it's happening again. I, I'm shit talking New Jersey when I try to be like, a, hey, New Jersey, what's up? We should be supportive of yeah. her. Well, the guy sounds fabulous. He's the guy sounds fabulous. I, I'd love, I'd love to visit Jersey. I've never been actually. Yeah, I heard they have uh, nice uh, pizza there. Good boardwalks. Mm. I, I go to like... a New York uh, uh, sports team game. Yeah, I, I feel like New Jersey produces interesting people. Yeah, I've always heard of good stuff about their their uh, piers, their their pizza, their you know. Monroe Township. I don't know how to say thank you. Who who else who else did you? <laughs> who else who else listened this week? Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh 
Uh, Livermore. I wonder who that is. Palo Alto, Springville, Indiana, Lawn, Lawndale, California. Lawndale again. Lawndale's a real place, isn't that like from Daria? Uh, no, Lawndale's the place that listens to us a lot, and I am no. I'm pretty sure no one lives in Lawndale. I'm pretty. It must be someone who works there. I don't believe anyone lives there. Two from Seoul, South Korea. Hey, what up, Seoul? They put that StarCraft down for two minutes Hell to yeah. listen to us. Or for an hour, I guess. Um, Shout out to I, the super pigs. I'd love to visit Korea someday. Yeah. Like I, Me too, I, actually. I'd love to go to, to, to oh Korea. My God. I, like, I know Japan's amazing. You've been there yeah, twice. Yeah. And I'm not sure I know enough about either of them to like have a preference, but... Mm-hmm. They both seem like you're probably doing both of them. I, I would love to yeah. visit both of both them and Taiwan. Ooh, yeah. Taiwan. And, yeah. yeah. I guess Taiwan seems pretty. I wanna And I, Hong Kong would be cool. A lot of there's a lot of countries in East Asia. I traveled a lot when I was younger because of my for my family, my dad, uh, but I, I never really and uh went to my my ex wife was uh from, she was Chinese from the Philippines, but I oh. never ended up going. I, I want. I I would love to go to different countries through Asia, though. There's so many cool countries to to check yeah, out. I, I have yet to make it out of North America. I'd love to go to Lawndale. <laughs> <You'd love> to- <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, fan corners. The fans have been cornered. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. You guys are getting, you know reviews and listens from around the country there and outside of the country that's yeah. really cool so i think we're closing in on it well so what did we we, we liked it we talked about yeah. it. are we enlightened and do we want to watch more oh yeah you want to watch does this inspire you to watch more anime sure it does it, it, it's a trip watching it yeah it's just it's pretty it's pretty wacky and uh in a good way and i would definitely be open to seeing more mm-hmm. you know it's some uh I don't know where I, I haven't seen enough to like, where would I rank this? I just, it was interesting to watch, you know? Yeah. Do we feel closer as friends? I think so. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, I felt, I felt a, a good bond with you guys before this, but now since I've been in your home, I I've definitely you had my coffee. <laughs> I had coffee. I'm just turned on to all heck. I'm yeah. just aroused. This is fantastic. You know. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, we might we might want to do a plugs quick. Oh yeah, you've been on some podcasts plug? recently. You want to plug them? And yeah, well, you could check out uh, Pete Munoz. Uh, he's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> YouTube. He's coming out with a new uh, podcast that I'm on. I believe I'm on the second episode. That, that oh, so it hasn't even officially oh, yeah. launched. Oh, yeah, one Victor Cruz. Yeah, with VCP. And, uh, what's it about, or what's the title? It's called uh, Pete Munoz. Let's see. I don't know the exact. It's gonna, Pete Munoz it's, Friendship Hour. Yeah, <laughs> I. It is Pete Munoz. Three Eleven and Friendship Hour. <laughs> It is a Pete Munoz podcast. You will see it up when it's posted. I'm not sure the exact title of it though, right off the bat. And also, um, you could ch- if uh, I'll plug in. I'm gonna be next Friday, not this Friday, but the next Friday. I'm gonna do a show in Monterey, and I can, I don't even know the name of the place yet. Theo just told me about it. And so July 14th. Yes, Monterey. And also maybe check out my Instagram, Kyle Hovland. Yeah, and, uh, you some cool great. stuff on Instagram. Thank you. Oh my yes. god, 
I love your Instagram. Thank you. Buddy. Oh, I think Pete's podcast is Horrible Podcast. Yes, yeah, that's Horrible what it is. Podcast. Thank horrible you. Podcast. Thank you, buddy. I'm sorry, Pete. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what it is. It's Horrible Podcasting with Pete Munoz. It's gonna be great. Everyone on there is great. And uh, oh, what's the, what's cool. the general? Is it comedy? Is it media? It's, is it yeah, chilling? I I think that, but I think they're gonna have more than comics. I think they're gonna have mm. musicians. They're gonna have a lot of big, you know, cool. uh, San Jose people. And but I would I was just. I was on there. My friends were on there, and it was a lot of fun. I had a little bit much to drink, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we've experienced the that end of oh, podcasting yeah. as yeah. well. Not today, but it's it, it happens. <laughs> we love you, Pete, too. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, I've been your host, Courtney Magleby. I've been your Cody host, Cody. Thank Robson. you for having me, guys. Thank you. And this has been Thank Kyle. Thank you so much, Kyle. Goodbye, Jojo. <laughs> We're trying to figure out how to. <laughs> Getting more Carly Ray. Boy problems. Who's got them? I've got them too. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. 